Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Now, one of the main talking points at the moment will be from anyone, and I see some people have already been in touch with us this morning, anyone who's reading the Belfast uh, Telegraph. Uh, they're putting the focus very much this morning on Cliftonville uh, Football Club in the wake of the Jay Donnelly sentence yesterday. Now, um, they are asking a lot of questions with regards to Cliftonville, a lot of questions with regards to what it takes for a player to actually be sacked. And they have indeed invited input from the former Storm and Sports Minister, Edwin Putz, who is on the line and available to speak to us. Edwin Putz, good morning. Good morning. You are of the belief that Cliftonville should be much more proactive with regards to Jay Donnelly, who is now in prison and he's on the sex offenders register uh, what what would you be expecting Cliftonville to do? Well, <coughs> Jay Donnelly being uh, sent to jail yesterday, uh, this was after an appeal, so he'd already been found guilty, he'd already been sentenced, um, so this was um, an, an appeal, so Cliftonville should have been prepared for yesterday's outcome because they've had plenty of time to do that. I think there's two aspects to, to what happened here. First of all, there was the underage aspect. So here was a, a, a young man who was involved with, with a girl who was still a child. Um, and that uh, was wrong in itself. Yes, but it, but this that, was cons- it's important to emphasize, this was consensual sex. This was consensual sex. He, 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 was, he, was, not, he was not found guilty of having sex with a child. Uh, it does, doesn't matter whether, whether it's consensual or, or non-consensual um, at a certain age. It is still wrong. Yes, but you're um, talking about the you're talking about the morality of it as opposed to the legalities of it. Well, in, in terms of people who are a particular age, um, you, you, they they are not deemed to be responsible enough to, to make that decision themselves, whether it's consensual or non-consensual, and that, that's that aspect. The other aspect of it, of course, was the sexting, and it was the the fact that something is now um, on the world wide web. Um, which can be seen by, by millions of people, uh, which is demeaning and damaging to, to the young girl for the rest of her life. And, you know, there has to be, you know, a, a message sent out to people that this is entirely wrong. Uh, it is humiliating. Um, it is something which um, will cause devastation to other people's lives. And it's not it's, it's, it's not that an unusual thing. That there, there's lots of others who have done it. It doesn't make it any better. And um, these people do need to be uh, sent a very clear and direct message 
that it is entirely inappropriate, it's entirely wrong, and that aspect of it is entirely non-consensual. Nobody had consented uh, to having an image of them sent right around, around the world. And this is something that he is engaged in, and it is something that a message needs to be sent out um, to everybody that it is entirely inappropriate. Now, Jay Donnelly is obviously involved in, in something which is very public, which is playing football. And, you know, within a number of months' time, Cliftonville Football Club thinks that they can have him back after he gets out of jail and, and he goes out there and, and plays a game and, and fans are cheering him and, and, uh, for, for scoring goals and so forth. That would be an entirely pro- inappropriate situation. I just want to absolutely emphasise for anyone listening who isn't familiar with the story that Jade Donnelly was jailed yesterday for sharing an indecent image of a child. That's what he was found guilty of. That's what he is in prison for. And that's why he is on the sex offenders register. A lot of hard questions are being asked of Cliftonville this morning in the Belfast Telegraph and some people in touch with us are are saying that the the paper in itself is being unfair towards Cliftonville Football Club. You're obviously not someone who subscribes to that. Absolutely not because they have had the opportunity to to actually deal with the matter and that it has been ongoing for a long period of time so Cliftonville Board could have quite easily have it met at this point and had a decision ready for whatever the outcome uh, would have been yesterday, and therefore they would have been in a position to say yes, um, we are wholly, on, you know, dissatisfied with, with the actions of, of our player, uh, and as a consequence, um, he will no longer be, be a player for for Cliftonville Football Club. Um, our, our contract is terminated with him. They could have been in that position, but they have evidently chosen not to be in that position. Do you think he will return as a footballer in any capacity or is part of the sentence is the wrong one, but part of the punishment for what he did, the ongoing abuse that he will get wherever he actually plays? Well, there's no doubt that he will get abuse wherever he plays. And uh, that's that's just a a matter of fact that, that... um, the terraces are, are fairly hostile places uh, at the best of times for opposition players. And uh, then if someone has done something like this, they will, they will actually be a magnet for that, for that hostility. Uh, and that's a decision for Cliftonville as well. But in terms of it, I think Cliftonville's decision is, is the one that's important. It's not what, what other fans do. Uh, it's, it's what Cliftonville Football Club does. And Cliftonville Football Club, in my view, have a responsibility to send a very clear message out that some of the laddish behaviour that's in football is is, is is deemed unacceptable and is shown to be unacceptable by, by actually going that step further and saying, actually, you're not welcome to be on our team given how you've conducted yourself. With regards to the IFA, they're launching an investigation and they may uh, charge them with bringing the, the game into disrepute. Uh, you believe that is the, the, the right process for the IFA to to follow? Yes, absolutely, and I, I would expect that they will they will go through that process with due diligence and arrive at, at, at an outcome. And you know, I can't predict what their outcome will be, but but I would expect that it'll be a rational one. Some people suggesting, and it's, it's it's no surprise that this would come to the fore on a on a morning like this. That there is 
something of a mixed message coming maybe from the world of football generally and no one is in any way diluting what Jay Donnelly has been found uh, guilty of or indeed what he's been sent to prison for. But there have been other high-profile examples of players and ex-players involving themselves in behaviour that could easily have been described as bringing the game into disrepute. And the most obvious example that people constantly remind us of, and I see a lady called Gwen is making a reference to it this morning, the the memory of George Best, a a drink driver, a person who carried out domestic violence against his wives. He's got a a lounge named after him at the National Stadium. So so, so surely you can see Gwen's point that there is a mixed message there. Quite rightly, they're asking questions of Jay Donnelly, but they're adoring and honouring George Best. I think in general, footballers' behaviour um, is something that, that people, you know, observe and, and, and watch. And sadly, quite often it lets it, it lets the players down. Um, sometimes there's just too much money. Uh, there's it's very attractive to to a lot of the girls and a lot of the behaviour that that you'd watch, particularly in the Premier League. Would 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 be behaviour which is far from tasteful, um, and there's lots of things that go on that 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 the general public wouldn't be particularly happy with if, if they knew exactly what was going on. But in this particular case, someone has been charged and has been charged with a, a, an offence against a child. They've been charged with an offence, and um, that has led to a jail sentence, and that's. That's what we have to deal with in, in terms of the Jay Donnelly case, and, and that's what we have to measure in the Jay Donnelly case, is that he has committed an offence which has led to a prison sentence, he has committed an offence against a child, and we need to judge it upon that basis, um, as opposed to starting and comparing, well, was this bad as this, or was this bad as that, or the other. So you don't um, get a sense what, of, mi- of, of mixed messages? No, I think I think what's in front of us um, has 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 to be dealt with us on the basis of of what has been brought forward, and what has been brought forward is that uh, an offence was committed against a child, against a minor, uh, <clears throat> and it was an offence that has led to a jail sentence, and consequently, Bristol Football Club have to judge it on that basis. If the the, the courts of the land find that this this young man was was guilty of an offence which led to a reasonably significant jail sentence, and then the the football club have to decide is that an appropriate person uh, to be playing for us, and is it is this jail sentence in itself enough, um, or we as a club have to step in and demonstrate that we disapprove of what he what he has done as well, and that involves them taking actions. Okay, Edwin Pitch, former sports minister, thank you uh, very much indeed. And just to be a doubly emphasising what Jay Donnelly was found guilty of, I repeat, he was jailed yesterday for sharing an indecent image of a child. And we should emphasise that the sex was consensual and the person he had sex with was the age of of consent. Uh, 028903105 Fanula Meredith has a point that, uh, not a point, she's here at our invitation, uh, but has some points that she's prepared to make on this on this issue. Uh, Fanula, some people are saying that the Belfast Telegraph has been very heavy on Cliftonville Football Club this morning. 
what I think is that there's far too many people, Frank, who are willing to make excuses for the bad or even criminal behaviour of sportsmen in this country. Um, obviously, we have the case of Jay Donnelly now jailed for sharing that indecent image of a child. A moment ago, you, you mentioned George Best, who, of course, as everyone knows, um, was guilty of domestic violence, beating up his wife. What did we do? Name an airport after him. There was a recent discussion. There was some idea of a statue being put up to Alex Higgins, the snooker player, who was also guilty of violence. I think we, we, we have a, actually, we have a huge problem with domestic violence in, in this country. And I know that's not what we're talking about with Donnelly, but just to broaden it out, we have a huge problem with that and with the way women are treated more generally. So I don't think anybody should be making any excuses for Donnelly. What I can't understand is why Cliftonville haven't kicked him out already. He entered a guilty plea last November. And why is he still there? Well, a number of questions are being asked by The Telegraph this morning and they say these are the questions Cliftonville won't answer. Will the club now terminate Donnelly's contract? If not, why not? Also, was Cliftonville aware that Donnelly had pleaded guilty when he played in the Linfield game on November 24th, 2018, the day after his court appearance when he entered his guilty plea? Furthermore, they ask, has Donnelly received a salary or any form of remuneration while on suspension from Cliftonville? Uh, did Donnelly attend or use any club training facilities or club sessions uh, while on suspension? They further ask, the court previously heard Donnelly shared the image with a friend and a WhatsApp group including 10 members, uh, sorry, a WhatsApp group with 10 members, including some of the Cliftonville players. Does Cliftonville know who these players, who these people, who these people are. And they also asked the question uh, are any other Cliftonville players and or staff members being investigated by the club in relation to this case? And finally, is the club conducting a review into guidance issued to players and or staff following this case? Apparently Cliftonville asked all those questions by the Belfast Telegraph, but they haven't answered any of them. Just with regards to what you're saying about there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. 
the naming of the the airport because Gwyn brought this up and is, is saying that she feels there's a mixed message coming from the IFA who are pursuing Jay Donnelly in terms of bringing the game into disrepute. Not only is the airport named after George Best, who was someone who visited domestic violence upon his partners, and he was also found guilty of, of drink driving, but not only is the airport named after him, but the lounge at the National Stadium is named after him, where people are invited for, for hospitality. She feels that, this, that that's a mixed message coming from the IFA. Well, I think it does speak to an ambivalence, uh, to put it in the kindest possible way, that there has been in the past towards sportsmen who have been found guilty of various types of horrible or um, indeed criminal behaviour. So, you know, I think we need to we need to wake up to this. We need to stop making excuses for these people. We need to realise the impact of their actions and the seriousness of their actions. In this case, um, what has happened is a girl, a 16-year-old girl, has been absolutely humiliated and criminally treated. So, you know, we need to, instead of making excuses for people like Donnelly or excuses for Cliftonville or excuses for the IFA or, or whatever other body, we need to say, no, this is incredibly serious and he shouldn't still be receiving payment from the club. He should go. Following in the footsteps of an example across in Sunderland where Adam Johnson was uh, very much involved in the news for quite a, quite a while and uh, people at uh, Sunderland actually had to step down in the wake of, of that uh, particular case when the timeline was viewed the same way that the timeline is being viewed here by the, the Belfast uh, Telegraph. You, 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 get a, you get a sense that... <sighs> Footballers who do what is absolutely wrong, they they are cut far too much slack. Yes, I think so. But I think the broader public mentality needs to change as well because footballers are often, you know, hero-worshipped, well, especially someone like George Best, of course, who, who was on the international stage. But even local footballers, there's that, there's that element that, you know, you've got the footballers and you've got the fans and there's a lot of emotion and passion involved and people have this tribal loyalty to their club. I understand all that. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with having loyalty to a football club. But I am saying is that what's far more important is to recognise the utter grotesqueness of this offence and the seriousness of it and put aside those tribal loyalties and recognise that this, this needs to be punished, not only by a jail sentence, but also by the losing of his contract. And just looking at the texts and the and the emails that are that are coming through, quite a few people saying that what Jay Donnelly has done, understandably, what, what he has done is, is worse than what other people have done. And you know, they're they're say, for example, saying that we shouldn't be talking about drink driving; that that's not something that's comparable. But surely it is something that brings the game into disrepute. So therefore, action needs to be taken against high profile people within football who are found guilty of of drink driving. If it is domestic violence that they've involved themselves in. If it is, as one footballer in recent times was filmed performing in, in a semi-naked way, a lewd act in Belfast City Centre. All of that, all of that is bringing the game into disrepute. But Gia Donnelly's crime is much more serious than any of those that I have referred to. Yeah, well I think there's a spectrum, but I don't think any, that's why I think there should be no excuses made here, because no one can be in doubt that this sex offender 
who's a reg. Oh, he's on the sex offenders register. He's a convicted sex offender. No one can. He's in jail now. You know. I mean, this is clear cut. Surely, what? Why? Why is Cliftonville not acted already? And you know, what are the sponsors of of that club making of this? Because by God, there's a heck of a lot of emphasis placed now on you know reputation, reputational damage. Are the sponsors happy with Cliftonville that they are continuing to uh, have a contract with this man? Well, lots of questions are being asked. And as I say, we were, of course, like every other media organisation, in touch with uh, Cliftonville as well. But they are not offering anyone uh, for comment at this moment in time. Uh, Fanula, it's uh, good speaking to you. And thank you very much for joining us this morning. Fanula Meredith there, who contributes to a number of publications, including the Belfast Telegraph, uh, from time to time. It's coming up on 25 past nine. Uh, good morning. 028903311. Uh, it's a great song, that, isn't it? She's like the wind. It's a cold wind that's blowing about today. It's not very stiff, but it is pretty cool. Right, good morning to you. This is the U105 phone. And let me speak to Stephen Beacom, who follows everything to do with sport and football in particular. Morning, Stephen. Morning, Frank. Stephen, you also have an association, of course, with the Belfast Telegraph. You don't, uh, you're not a staff member there any longer, but you spent a considerable amount of time with the, the Belfast Telegraph. Some people have been critical this morning saying the Belfast Telegraph's targeting uh, Cliftonville, but they're, they're, they're asking some very relevant questions this morning. Oh, without doubt. You know, and these questions have to be answered. Um, uh, we're referring, of course, to the, the Jay Donnelly case, um, uh, I think what most people want to know is what Cliftonville are going to do next in relation to Jay Donnelly, um, whether he still has a future at the football club or whether um, they are going to release him. Um, my understanding, Frank, is that there are some very influential board members at Cliftonville who feel the time has come um, for a parting of the ways between themselves and Jay Donnelly. Obviously, Jay Donnelly has, has gone to jail um, uh, and... It's a case now of, of when Cliftonville are going to make this announcement. They have said that they're going to um, look at their disciplinary procedures. And um, a lot of people believe that um, Cliftonville should have been on top of this from the word go because this case has been going on for quite some time. Cliftonville have been criticised, obviously, on your show today. Um, people are, have got um, different views on the subject. But we also have to think, and this is the, the, the huge issue here, we have to think about the victim and her family and all that they have gone through because this, for me, is the, the most important, these are the most important people to think about right now. Um, Jay Donnelly, obviously, is going to be serving a prison term for three months. He has apologised to the victim and has said that he hopes that this gives her some closure and she can move on with her life. Um, uh, and obviously everyone wishes the, the victim all the best for the rest of her life and, and hope that she can move on. Um, but for Cliftonville, they have a big decision to make, and it's only right that they answer these questions. And also, the Irish FA have got decisions to make too, Frank. Um, they are considering um, a distribute charge for Jay Donnelly, and um, if that comes to pass, they will then have to decide what punishment um, he faces, and that could be a lengthy ban. But, yeah, this story, while um, the case has been closed, the story has not finished, that's for sure. 
When it comes to bringing the game into disrepute, and I mentioned this to Fanula when she was on with us, and I think to Edwin Poots as well, it was a lady called Gwen who brought it up with some detail in what she's saying. She gets a sense of mixed messages uh, coming from the world of football. Would that be the bar, so to speak, that if you go to jail, you're bringing the game into disrepute? And as a result of that, it's not the being jailed that brings the disrepute, but the, the, the crime you committed if it ends in a jail sentence, then that merits being considered for bringing the game into disrepute. It's a pretty high bar when you consider what some other footballers and people representing football have done down the years. And they they haven't been uh, put through the process that, that Jay Donnelly is likely to be put through. Well, from a personal perspective, Frank, I don't believe that should be the bar. I believe that um, uh, you know footballers can do things that are wrong, and, and they don't necessarily have to go to jail for them to be um, uh, held in disrepute. Certainly, um, I, I think that would be a very, very high bar to set. Um, I, listen, the, the Irish FA yesterday, I, I thought they set, uh, I, they, they struck the right tone with their statement when they said the safeguarding of children remains the highest priority of the association and our sympathy is with the victim and her family in this case. Now, I guess they have to follow it up, and um, uh, if this disrepute um, uh, case comes to pass, which I'd be amazed if it doesn't, there's going to be so many people watching out to see what um, punishment is handed down. That's not just inside football, Frank. That is going to be outside football. Um, In terms of Jay Donnelly, he has got a lot of questions to answer himself when he gets out of jail whether he wants to continue his football career. This guy is one of the most talented young players in Irish League football. Um, He has had a a fantastic couple of years on the pitch where he has played some superb football. But will he want to take the stick that is going to come his way if he sets a foot on a football pitch again? The other factor is, will any clubs in the Irish League want Jay Donnelly? Because I am certain that managers, chairmen, other players... Um, uh, won't want the bad publicity that goes with having Jay Donnelly at their club. So you could see Jay Donnelly perhaps um, try to move to a different league or maybe even start his football career at a lower league level and try to build it up that way. But um, when Jay Donnelly plays again, if he plays again, um, you just know that that is going to be a match which... um, it's going to take up a lot of publicity. There'll be cameras there. There'll be all sorts there. And um, uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens in the future, that's for sure. He is entitled to continue his career, however. If he carried out any other form of work, he would be entitled to look for a job. His current employer may sack him because he brought that group uh, or that company into disrepute. But he's entitled to apply for jobs in the future and to use the skills he has to apply for a job. If he was a, if he was a, a banker or a bricklayer or whatever, he could go and look for, for other, other work in, in another place. Because it's football, it makes it more difficult for him to get the job because of the public viewing of him carrying out his role. So is he going to be disadvantaged for the rest of what is basically he's, he's a young man, the rest of his sporting career, which could be another 10 years. Is he, is he going to be disadvantaged now in a way that another worker wouldn't be disadvantaged? 
Well, before all this happened, Jay Donnelly was looked upon as an exceptional young talent in Irish League football. Now, I believe whenever people think of the name Jay Donnelly, um, uh, this court case is going to come to the fore. And, of course, that is going to be in people's minds whenever they decide whether they should um, employ Jay Donnelly in the future as a footballer. You're spot on, Frank, in what you say. The fact is, football is very much in the public eye. Um, If he plays for another Irish league club, um, there's going to be thousands of people watching um, uh, on a a weekly basis, and he is going to come in for some serious stick. It's whether he wants to go through that. It's also whether clubs want to go through that and managers, um, there will be certain players who won't want Jay Donnelly in the dressing room alongside them in their own team. So um, chairman, managers are going to have to take account of all of these things, but ultimately Jay Donnelly is the one who's going to have to decide whether he wants to be playing football again in the future. Stephen, thank you very much indeed. Stephen Beacom, sports writer, sports broadcaster. This is the U105 phone-in. Good morning. 